Okay, we're doing it. Work this magic on me, caffeine, please. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. This is uh, this is Rio and Theo talk about recovery and other things. Um, I'm all the things. All the things. I'm yeah. I'm I'm Rio, <laughs> and I am Theo. Yeah. Fantastic. And um, uh, this week, um, I think we're going to talk about failure. Super mm. fun. That's we're we're back to um back to talking <laughs> about you know the you know the difficulties of life but um before we uh take that plunge into the fail train um i figure we do a, just a couple minute meditation and get nice and centered up so go ahead and get us started so to begin Let's take three deep breaths together. All the way in to the top of your lungs. And all the way down to the soles of your feet. And after you've done that, just go ahead and bring your awareness to the act of breathing. The expansion and contraction. As you breathe in and out. And perhaps while you're doing that, you might notice that you get lost in thought. Or perhaps you get distracted by some anxiety or a little bit of discomfort in your body. That is okay. Whenever you notice that happening, just go ahead and bring your awareness back to the act of breathing. In and out.
to help us get settled into the experience of what is right now, go ahead and bring your awareness to your face and see if there's any tension in your cheeks or your jaw that you can let go of. With every out breath, just loosening up the muscles in your face. And after a, fruit, a few breaths, feeling nice and loose, bring your awareness to your shoulders and your upper back. And with every out breath, just see if you can let them just droop just a little bit more. See if you can unwind any tension that's there as you breathe. And after a few breaths of that, let's go deeper. Let's move down to the lower back. See if we can bring a sense of softness and ease to that area. With every out breath, just trying to let go of a little bit more tension. 
if you're sitting down, perhaps shifting just back and forth on your hips. Now let's bring our awareness back to the breath. And let's take three deep breaths together. All the way into the top of your chest and all the way down to the soles of your feet. And with that, go ahead and open your eyes and return your attention to the space around you. And uh, boom, we did it. Approximately 12 minutes or 10-ish minutes of meditation. And now we're ready to talk about failure. How exciting. So uh, I suppose I have... Um, I have a lot of experience with this lately, it seems. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, um, at least by 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 my personal accord. Um, I don't think um, that any human alive has not failed at one time or the other. Um, I think the issue um, for people that are in recovery is that we are built in to be very like like we are very sensitive creatures so the experiences that we have that involve disappointment failure you know that that vision you had for how things were going to go that didn't go that way um that hurts a lot more than most people i think or or are very sensitive to that and um I, I think that there is kind of a resilience that needs to be built up, at least for me. Um, I'm in a very unique position where I have failed enough that it's all the same. It's just Kool-Aid at this point. You know what I mean? Like, like you're just like, oh, it's fine. I've been drinking this for the last six months. So, you know, what's another ta ta tablespoon of disappointment? It's fine. Like, it really does not bug me in the same way that the first few weeks did. Um but, but that's like um, not really the way you want to go about it. Um, in the last like, you know, three years, I've had the experience of, you know, losing a job, losing an apartment, losing, um, you know, a social situation, you know, like, like, like you have kind of experiences where, you know, um, the thing you were aspiring to just does not work um, or is like incompatible with your current life or whatever the case may be. And I think that it's like, it's, it's never something that happens without a lesson on the other side of it. 
it's never something that happens to me in a sense that there's just no positive outcome to the disappointment or the failure or the or the whatever. Um, I have learned so much over the last three years of my life because of those things that I I dare say that it might even have been worth it. Um, and I think that that um, is kind of how I how I choose to look at my experiences um, because it's easy to get like really marred, you know, wrapped up in the like, oh, this sucks. Oh, you know, I'm cursed. Oh, there's no, you know, there's no, you know, the sun will never shine, shine again. Joy will never joy again. And we're all just <laughs> going to fucking, you know, the earth's just going to spin and I'm going to die someday and we'll all be dust. So who cares? But mm, delicious. But the, the, um, the lessons and the optimism and kind of um, the practice of, of self-compassion through that process has made it bearable. Mm. and has made it something that like because i mean we're all going to 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 fuck up at some point um all, although my assumption is that you've never failed theo you seem like one of those people that just has it all together that's never had to uh work it out but i'm sure mean, man yeah totally yeah. <laughs> Not, I, I am nothing of it it's... <laughs> no i Oh man, I it's funny because like the more that like you say failure and I've thought about failure, you know, like anytime I've thought about podcasting this week and um it's like I literally googled like the definition of failure because I'm like what does it even fucking mean, man? Like I do like I've fucked up, absolutely. I've like not done well at things. Um but failure, failure seems like this like crippling like kind of like end of sentence you know like and whenever I like just googled the definition it was like a lack of success and I was like that's just an opposite man like like what else can you give me and so like the other one was the omission of expected or required action and so it's like what I thought was going to happen didn't um, what I thought I would have, I don't have. What I thought that I would like accomplish, I didn't accomplish, you know? And I think that absolutely that's happened to me over and over. You know, I did not ever think that this would be like what my life is, you know? Um, I turned 35 yesterday and the first thing I thought about in the morning was how I didn't think that I would like make it past 18, and then whenever I hit 18, I didn't think I'd make it past 20, you know? Um, and then like after 21 or 22, I was like, wow, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like we're just doing this, I guess. Um, and so, yes, I failed. And I like what you said about um, kind of like the perception change, you know, that it is more than uh the actual like act of failing you know or the experience of failure I think 
what's been more important for me is like my relationship to it you know and it sounds super fucking dopey but like I've been sitting here thinking like failure doesn't fucking exist you know like it with every failure like quote-unquote failure that I've had something has come from it you know like I have done something else you could say that like I failed at college I didn't I did really fucking stupid good at college and then I quit which like can also be considered a failure Um, which is funny I got an email the other day that I'm on the honor roll I was like I don't even go what are you talking about um but like leaving like stepping off of that path failing at that you know like failing at like the commitment to that or failing at like the um dedication to that or the follow-through or whatever you want to call it has led me to this one you know um and I could fail here too you know I if I don't do the things that are like necessary to keep up the life that I have I can fail at that as well um but it's I don't think I'm making any sense. I feel like I'm just like saying lots of words, but uh, I think that, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter so much what I failed or how many times or if I have or not, but rather like my relationship to the concept of failing, you know? Um, I think the more I focus on the potential to fail, um, the more likely I am to I'm one of those people who's like you know there are like people who are afraid of failure and there are people who are afraid of success I am one of the people who are afraid of success I I got a really cool opportunity with my business the other day and I was just like why would anyone ask me (laughs) like what what do you mean I'm like doing my job right I'm out doing it and someone gives me this opportunity and my immediate internal response was like what why why me (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you want to give me money for this that's right right. like you want me to be involved in those like cool thing that you're doing the fuck like so I think that's been like a bigger part of my battle I expect especially in recovery I expected failure you know like I expected I remember the first like six months I was sober I was like it's inevitable that I'm gonna get fucked up I said that like internally and externally every day for many of those days. And I did, you know, like I didn't stay sober that time. Um, I expect to fuck things up when things start going well. I think it's like the bigger surprise for me. No, for sure. (laughs) No, I mean, that certainly is like, um, you know, I mean, if you're going to be disappointed, be disappointed in surprise success, I suppose, when you're expecting <laughs> the, the opposite. Um, Not disappointed, think, just like surprised, you know? Like, like, I think that what allows me to sort of get through difficulties like that is the framing of it is, is as you said, the relationship. It is the, the idea that even in this like podcast that, you know, probably 20 people listen to. I have failed at some point in the last fucking 10 episodes or whatever we're on now. Um, I've said something off or I've, you know, I've been a little weird or, you know, like, like, you know, I aspired to, to get across a point that I didn't make very well or you like, like, like whatever. 
and I can like dwell on that or I can be like, wow, what a really cool opportunity I have to like grow as a human and like right. in my, my ability to communicate in an yeah. environment which affords me the, the, the ability to be a human, you know, less than perfect like everyone else. Isn't that yeah. nice? And, and I think that that's like really like seeing it as a, an opportunity to like, like an opportunity for growth or like an opportunity to like, Hey, like, I don't know where this podcast is going. I don't know if I'm going to be doing this in three or four years in the same sense. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, like what we're going to be talking about. I don't know if anyone's going to listen to it, but I don't feel like I'm going to, um, you know, cause anyone harm by having this experience. And I don't think that, you know, there's the, like, there's any downside and regardless of how it turns out, I, I am, you know, I get to take these experiences and move forward to whatever the next thing is. Right. Uh, well, which, which my assumption will be more talking with Theo like like, like <laughs> whatever it is I'll just be talking with Theo even if it's like you know us in an RV somewhere in a field just be like Rio and Theo talking about daisies I don't know I mean I am super down man to go out into a field and talk about daisies uh, I yeah I think that you make a really um, good point there that like it is an opportunity you know, um, each like, and God, it sounds so like fucking cheesy, right? And cliche, like every failure is an opportunity, but it is, you know, and it's, it's an opportunity. I think anytime, like the bigger, like, uh, concept that I'm really like thinking about here is like, anytime I step off of the path that I'm on, you know, um, to do something different. Um, I had somebody call me the other day and, they had like it's somebody I, I knew a long time ago I haven't talked to in a long time but they had a thing going on in their life that I'd been through before and they were like oh about how long did it take you to like move through this or like process through it and I was thinking and I was like oh I think I think like four or five months you know and I remember being in it and it felt like a grueling four or five months right um and they said wow I've been doing it for three years um and what it made me think about was the unwillingness to step off the path you know like the perfectionism which I think is a great like topic to kind of like pair with failure you know as I because that's the fear with perfectionism right it's the fear of failure and so it's like the fear of stepping off of like maybe a well-trodden path or like a, a neural pathway that I have used a bajillion times um, or just decisions that I continue to make, stepping away from that and doing, actively doing something different that's maybe scary or maybe a risk or just unfamiliar, you know? Um, and every, I can consider that failure, right? I can consider leaving one thing to do another a failure of that before thing um or I can do what you're talking about and consider it a new opportunity you know like oh I did not I did not check the box on this thing I didn't accomplish the goal I didn't do the thing right but I stepped away to do this thing and this thing has brought 
this to my life, whether that is like suffering or healing or, you know, both because it usually is or what the fuck ever, you know? Um, Well, like, like, and I think there is one important distinction to make because there is like a magnitude that we're talking about. I'm talking about like saying something stupid, forgetting to pay a bill, um, you know, like sort of, sort of things on the lower end of the spectrum, you know, and then you have things at the, you know, the crazier end of the spectrum where you're just like, oh, I fuck up my career or right. I fuck up my, right. you know, whatever. And like, you know, and then you have things that are even further along that spectrum, which is just like, hey, I, I decided to drink, you know, a fifth of whiskey and drive a car through someone's front yard. You know what I mean? Oh, hello. Hello. Who's British? I didn't realize she was in here. No, no, that's fine. I would love to have her as a guest. That would be uh, like a very exciting guest to have. But yeah, there's definitely a spectrum of but there's like this topic, yeah. But like even for the more extreme things, there is still a great amount of harm that can be mitigated by how you take the event and yeah. how you treat yourself during that experience. Absolutely. Because there is, of course, consequences to your actions. There's, you know, there's of course, consequences to failing and huge, always like mm-hmm. with everything. But yeah. how you treat yourself when you say a stupid thing, or when you do something silly, or when you forget to pay the bill, right? Does not or have to. When the bottom falls out of your life, yeah, yeah, like, like no matter what. Yeah, like 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 you you could still treat yourself as though you are worth the opportunity to learn from that mistake and to change and that it not only can be different next time um, based on conscious better behavior but it can be something that is you know um potentially beneficial like i'm i'm gonna be super freaking happy in a year and a half you know i'm gonna be super happy in a year i'm i'm super happy uh today when i join the zoom so so i mean it's just like 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 it's like like an opportunity to you know see see past a little bit of our own you know forest a little bit in that sense because yeah um, i think there's a whole lot of things that we probably beat ourselves up for that doesn't necessarily need to be the end of the world yeah um no i think that's super super important and central to like all of this that we're talking about I really like that idea because I think about like the little things right like I say stupid things all the time um or I'm awkward in social situations lots you know and um I I've learned how I used to really hold on to that stuff you know um and like I would be going to bed at night thinking of the 16 awkward things I did that day and how everyone probably thought I was really stupid. And then I really started to like realize that people just don't think about me that much. And really the people who do like my awkwardness. Um, but applying that to those big catastrophic things, those things where like I where like I truly did fuck up, you know, like. I hurt people or I created consequences for myself or for others or like whatever it is and 
holding self-compassion in those places too you know even when I can acknowledge that this that I like took an action that was like either not aligned with who I want to be or just had really detrimental consequences you know that maybe I feel guilty about or even shame about um that's like yeah perhaps warranted but being able to meet myself with compassion there also because I think that you're right I don't accomplish I don't know if you said this or if I just interpreted it but like I don't accomplish a lot by meeting myself with uh like violence you know like right. meeting myself with hatred there's not a lot that comes from that and I mean like anything that you do in life that is worth doing is accompanied by learning because you know, like even with this, like I'm not, you know, like I I have changed the picture to our to our thumbnails on YouTube. Aww. I did not I did not fail at creating you know an image for our YouTube. I just made a change and learned better and and did different. Yeah, you know, like 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 like, and I don't know why I don't equate that to the things that I'm doing. Like no one is born knowing how to pay bills. And yeah. if you've had a, a strange life, um, you have to learn that behavior. And perhaps you are not perfect at learning that behavior 100% of the time. Yeah. Because no one is. Or, yeah. or you know, com computers are. You know, are you a computer? No, you're a... You're not an Excel spreadsheet. You're a you're a beautiful bush growing in the field of 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 spirituality or something. Whatever metaphor makes you the happiest, I don't care. I uh, I just think I just think that there's like such like an like an oppressive sort of self imposed vibe that we thrust onto ourselves. Um, yeah. With that, because 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 even if you look at um, people who have. I was listening to an interview by um, this guy. He started Def Jam, Rec Def Jam Records. He's a very oh, yeah. fa famous hip hop guy. And um, okay. he, um, he, in this interview, he uh, basically said, he's like, who cares how your creative thing turns out? Like, like if you did your best and it didn't work, then who cares? You did your best. And I was just like, thanks, old bearded man with, with your nice wisdom. I was like, yes, like, like on most days of your life, especially if you have like a case of the, uh, you know, uh, perfectionisms, um, you are doing your best. And regardless of how that turns out, as long as you're putting forth effort, you know, you don't necessarily have to... Uh, you know, uh, whip yourself or crawl, crawl up onto that cross. It just seems yeah. like there's, you know, the, these are things that all humans deal with, um, you know, like regardless of like mental health status or addiction background. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's just seems to be ratcheted up very high for uh, folks and certain stages, stages of recovery. Yeah. And just life, you know, stages of healing, I think. Um, I think that in our, we we talk about this, I feel like every episode, but I feel like our culture doesn't really like support the, uh, the being gentle with yourself, you know, or the oh. belief that like, I am doing my best. It's funny because like, 
I know that a lot of the like narrative and conditioning that I received growing up was, um, and not necessarily from family, but just like culture in general, um, was very centered in like work your ass off, like be like have all of these like quote unquote work ethics and like what that looks like and it's 110% all the time and if you're not early you're late and like all of this uh all of these like things that can be useful in certain arenas right but when I take all of that and I internalize it and it's like it gives me no space to fuck up you know no space to um, try a different path or do something different and I think about the difference in that narrative in the way that I speak to my friends. I would like, if somebody said like, man, I, I mean, fuck, I talked to somebody today on the phone and they were talking about how like, it wasn't their best, but it's all they could do. I was like, then it's your fucking best, man. Um, the gentleness and the compassion and the like love and kindness that I am willing to offer to my friends. Um, I often have to remember to offer to myself as well, you know, to combat that like old narrative of right. you're not doing enough or you're not good enough or you're not accomplishing enough or like X, Y, Z, what the fuck ever. Um, I would not ever say that to my kids, not ever, you know, and be like, well, that's just not good enough. They're well, gonna yeah. have to well, of course. So over the last 10 years, I've effectively worked for nothing. Like I, you know, I mentioned uh, like, like last week that I own like, pretty close to 50 things um it might be closer yeah. it might be closer to 100 but that's still not a whole lot and um you know i mean don't get me started on the actual gift that is not needing very much to be happy you want to talk about a, a pay raise talk about not needing a lot of material things to bring joy into your life Oh boy, that's a good one. Um, that's a good, like, a, that is a good superpower to have. But um, the, the, I, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> the consequence to, um, you know, to that is that while that was happening, while I was losing, you know, that, that spectrum of my life, I was doing my best not to have that happen. Like, like there wasn't a day that, that went by right. that I was not doing everything mm. in my power yeah. to not have that event take, take yeah. place, you know, like, like that was a, that was a mixture of like 15 different things that all came together to, to mean that Sean landed someplace with, with almost no resources. Like, and it was not like. Bit, like I don't know if you remember this but like I was like doing um trading and stuff at the time like like I I had the opportunity to walk out of that situation with a hundred thousand mm. dollars easy peasy wouldn't even be a thing but but it didn't happen that way right and may maybe you know like as I said the gift you know that I got out of that is like maybe my happiness isn't directly correlated to those things and right. maybe my self-worth isn't directly correlated to that. And maybe I just happen to live in a society that distills most people's value to productivity and things mm -hmm. that are looked at that way. And that doesn't mean to need to imply that I need to be like an ascetic monk to 
do any of these things. I'm just saying that like, uh, oh, like, yeah, it's like well, a band, like a bandaid. You pull it off, it kind of hurts, but you're just like, oh, well, it, it's not who I am, you know? Yeah. Well, it just, it's, it's like an invitation to look at it differently. You know, I don't think it's like a call to do anything, you know, other than like maybe examine the, our relationships to these ideas and like the perceptions we have, because I think that what you're talking about is really important. And it's been a really, I mean, I'm not going to even try to pretend like I've mastered this, but it's been something that's come up a lot. And I've had to like really think about a lot is that like success is not always a result of effort, you know, and peace and happiness is not always a result of all of my efforts. Sometimes it's contextual, you know, like sometimes it is based on circumstances. Um, Sometimes it's based on the fact that I'm just like taking better care of my inner life, which externally looks a lot like being a lazy fuck, you know? (laughs) Well, certainly. And, and I think that like you, you, you touched on a very, very important point is that like, it's, it's contextual. Mm-hmm. and that it doesn't necessarily like like i i would say that the biggest mi- misconception um um that we have is we think happiness is past past effort when mm-hmm. i think happiness is an absence of effort which Ooh. is which is a very um you know plays into the sort of zen way of looking at life um yeah. there is kind of a a um happiness and peace is not is not a, a full-time job right. um you know those are usually behaviors um or those are usually places you arrive to after like like an acts of letting go an acts of like stepping back and readjusting not an acts of like um godlike effort or right or whatever. And, and I think that, you know, just to bring it back to, uh, to, to the recovery angle, and even probably just to general spirituality, we have like in our mind that these things are like places we need to get to, or like that there's some, some kind of like, and there's certainly like a journey to take, but I don't know that that requires a whole lot of like free climbing up a rock face. I, I think right. it's more of like, like, like a walk or like a, you know, a gentle stroll where, where even, you're, go, uh, sorry, go ahead. It's okay. Even an awareness, you know, even a like remaining open to, I think, you know, like I, I can absolutely go turning over leaves and rocks and like looking for things. And I think I've said it here before, like there is like a season for that for me um and there have definitely been times where that's been beneficial but I think even like that journey to like peacefulness or happiness or success you know which like I definitely hope that my success includes peacefulness and happiness like because if not it's not fucking success um but I think sometimes that's just like like yesterday okay (laughs) I got up and I had so many plans for what I was going to do, all these things I was going to accomplish yesterday. And I accomplished none of them, but I did meditate and I did journal and making that space, like very unintentional space, because I just wound up like getting stuck at home for a few hours, uh, opened up 
an opportunity for me to look at some things differently. You know? Yeah. Well, so I, I do think, I just agree with what you're saying that like it is, I think it's a walk or a journey or a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel kind of like, you know, bad because like, I'm not trying to advocate for socialism over here. I'm not like, you know, saying that like, you know, you have to work, you know, um, I feel like there is some, there is something inherently rebellious about that is that there, there is the, there is the necessity of, of activity of rest, of, you know, a season of huge productivity, a season of low pro, pro productivity. And these are all part of a human experience that we do not value outside of the productive or, um, you know, point ones. Um, I don't yeah. know to say that. It's just like, there, there's like a bigger experience to be had and we kind of, um, are sort of uh, whipped past it in a sense by, uh, well, you know, like, like, like the necessity to survive in a mm -hmm. society. Yeah. Um, you know, which yeah. is like, which so is fine. I, like, like, I think, you know, we should do things to, to, to uh, benefit others. And I, I don't know, I'm trying to stay away from, from, uh, from uh, the uh, political angle of it. But well, I, like like I'm just saying if you feel that desire that need for for like that like you know that rest or that that letting go of those things um like we've kind of veered away from fail you're just I really don't think bit, we have I like, don't think we have I like, think what like, we're talking about is like still the relationship to failure and I think what we're talking about is not because because on the outside my life is a disaster but it's right. not, but right. it's not right. Um, you know, because, because the, the experiences that I've had and like the things that have had to be extracted out of me and like, you know, just even things, you know, simple things like being there for other people during their difficult times. And then, you know, almost putting off my own difficult time so that I could necessarily, you know, like, like just being kind of interconnected with people in yeah. that way is like, is an experience that is 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 also a part of being a human yeah. it's not it's not just the nine to five you know having a standard expression of life in in america there there is also you know valleys and crevasses and times of abundance and times of lack and you know there's there's all of it but anyway well, and, and connecting to your creative life, I definitely want to toss that in there. But that's, um, it's been cool to watch. It's been cool that we do this, man. Like, how long have we talked about this? And we we set a date in January, and we, we just did it. did it. And that's, you know, if if our lives were different, maybe we wouldn't have the space to do this. You know, well, and I, mean, I also if I was working fifty hours a week and miserable. I couldn't have done this. Right. And I think that you make another good point and something that um, that yes, the reason how do I want to frame this? A, you talked about like just 
being so productivity based to survive, right? Um, I think that there's a lot of validity to that and like worth like honoring and holding space for is that like I do know people who have to work 50 hours a week, work multiple jobs, um, work all the time at their shit jobs and then spend the rest of the time just like recovering because they're not in the best physical health, you know, or the best like mental health and don't have the space to to podcast once a week, you know, or to chase, to follow their dreams or like whatever it is, or to like invest in it and stuff. And so I think that it's important to acknowledge that like this idea that like productivity is God um, is not like a moral flaw within individuals. You know, it's like a bigger like systemic and like socialized uh, and not like socialism, but like socialized, like culturally relevant issue that that we're dealing with because of the society that we live in and it does require it is required for some people's survival you know um and that's not those people aren't shits because they're not able to like take time for themselves those people are like fucking struggling and i hope that that their lives also experience seasons of abundance in different ways and i'm sure that they do i mean the people that i know they find joy in all kinds of shit you know um and so it is, I don't know, I just, I felt like that was kind of an important addendum to like include in this certainly. conversation. Certainly. And and there's a- um, and Those people are not failures maybe to bring it on top of No. Go ahead. Like, like <laughs> I'm not even saying that if you work your ass off that, that it's, that's a bad thing. I, right. I'm just saying that like um, humans are not robots and no. I don't, and I don't think we fully understand like what is required for a human to grow to fruition um, um as a as a species like like we just yeah. like like oh. there's a whole, whole lot of mysteries about how yeah. how all this works and um i think that i think that whatever you do it should be your choice and you should be happy mm-hmm. and if if you have to do what you have to do to survive then I uh, I understand, yeah. you know, like like I get it. I I I too have done what I had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. I think we all have. Um, Absolutely, and I those just, have. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say there there there's a very. Um, I don't want to talk a bunch about it, but there's a concept called the cult of work, and um, it's if you're at all curious, just look up some videos on YouTube. And it's a really interesting idea that we're kind of, um, just as I've said, con- you know, a condition to distill people down to their status in that system. Oh, and, sure. and that anyone that sort of exists outside of that is kind of of lesser value. But I mean, I don't know if you've ever, you know, I, uh, I certainly have seen seen for myself that my value in other people's eyes has certainly changed um, based on my personal fortune over the last few years. So for better or worse, the good, you know, uh, like the good people stayed and uh, the bad people didn't stay. So gross for those shitheads. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
I'm just saying, if you ever like, 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 if you ever tried to uh, date, and you know, your opening line is, "Well, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm injured and unemployed right now." You know, it, it kind of, <laughs> you're like, "Oh crap, yeah, that's right. I, I need to have things. Girls like things. That's, that's the way it works." Um. There's a thing I want to read before we go, and it can be at like any time, maybe like at the end. Um, but like this conversation keeps like making me think of that. It. It's about the Buddha. It's from like lionsroar.com. Um, just like this little blog, I guess, ish thing. But I really like it. And yep. <laughs> Then, then I suppose that's the, like that's kind of begin the ending arc of this podcast. And I'll just say that what advice do you have for someone going through um, that that experience of feeling like a failure? Um, so the things that I do, I guess, are instead of comparing myself to uh people on the internet or even like people I know in real life who I have like considered or deemed very successful um I try to instead think about the different points in my own path and where I am in like relation to that um to give myself a little bit better context you know um a lot of times when I'm thinking that I'm a failure I am I am a failure in the con context of what I see that is like maybe not entirely accurate, you know? And so I try to like <clears throat> fact check myself essentially. Um, so that's what I would suggest is like trying to take a different perspective on it, you know, like look at it from another angle and see what the truth might be there. Um, and man, yeah, like you said, self-compassion grace, kindness, um, because it'll, it'll change, you know, like maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get worse, but it'll change. It'll be different. It always yeah. is. Yeah. It's very well put. What would you, how, what would you tell people who are struggling? Look for the other side. And I mean by that is, is, is look for what was revealed. Like, um, look for, look, take, take a glance under the tree that's been torn out. Ooh. Look, look, uh, look in the space that was created um, by that. Um, and I suppose that doesn't necessarily work for everything, for most of the little stuff. Pat yourself on the back. You, 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 you said an awkward thing in a group of people. You're a human. If they don't like you for it, they're probably not your friends. Right. Like, if they don't like you for that little awkward thing. Just, just saying that one weird thing, just that one time in passing as you left. And they're like, wow, fuck that guy forever. Yeah. Perhaps it's fine. Perhaps right. it's fine. And, and, um, <laughs> you know, for my, for my particular, um, set of circumstances, I might say that, um, not everyone is going to see what you're trying to do with your life. Not everyone is going to um, cheer you on 
when you are pursuing things that are outside of the norm mm. and not everyone is going to get it. What people generally get is the end result. Yeah. That, that's when people um, are just kind of like, wow, good job. Look what you did. They don't necessarily see the, you know, the eight years of figuring out, or they don't right. necessarily see the low points or the parts of the journey that are lonely and undesirable. They see, you know, they see the place they want to be. Um, and uh, just don't, uh, don't, don't let yourself be torn down by, uh, you know, your assumptions of what other people think of you, which is easier said than done, but, you know, comes back to mindfulness and um, comes back to self-compassion, come back, comes back to giving your, giving yourself space to be a human and giving yeah. yourself space just to be who you are. And if that's not incredibly perfect all the time, well, as I said, congratulations, you're just like the rest of us. Welcome to the human race. Mm. And uh, like, like, I don't know, I find that my happiness is directly related to how much I care about people's opinions of me. Um, where, yeah. where it's just like, I am in this like no man's land of like, don't care very much for a lot of things. Like, like I still care about like, like, you know, my, like my biggest thing that I actually care about is saying things that offend other people when my intent is the opposite, because, because I think they're like skillful, wise speech is one of my, I should probably work on or will continue to work on because I have a podcast now, Theo. <laughs> I have to be careful about what I say, you know what I mean? And, um. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all. It's it's like um, like like it's a big old scary thing to be a human. You don't gotta yeah. like you don't have to add add those rocks to your back, you know. And um, yeah, that's all. I love it. Thank you, Theo. I would uh, I would absolutely love that quote or that little oh, okay. Re you know, little, There's a spider on my wall now. That I keep oh, looking no. at. That's why I keep doing this. What if it jumps on your face? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh... Yeah, it'll be fine. Who are you? What are you doing here? Are you going to name your spider? Like, no, I'm going to this... catch it and put it outside because I don't want it to live in here. My uh, it's a big guy. My plant wow. is very successful right now. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I love um, it. What's your spider's name, Thea? <laughs> I, do, I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't know. I say we call him Mr. Claps. Mr. Claps. <laughs> yeah, because he's got a little hands, you know, like oh, all of his little spider hands. My name of Rad. Ooh, rad the spider rad yep cool okay are you ready i am <clears throat> this is uh i mean I, lion's roar i'm guessing this is like a blog blog posting or an article by andrew alinsky ready uh this is every buddha image we see reflects such calm amused acceptance that it is not easy to appreciate just how radical a figure siddhartha Gautama Buddha was, really was. Yet, when we look closely at the ways he acted in the world, he inhabited 
and at the teachings he left behind for us all to follow, I think it is fair to say that Buddha was one of the more radical humans ever to have walked the earth. The word radical, according to a pocket dictionary at hand, most simply means favoring fundamental change. This is a surprising definition, and it certainly suits the Buddha well. Um, yeah, I. it was really just the... There's this article is great, and I can send it to you, and we can link it um, for people who want. But what it made me think of was that um, favoring fundamental change, you know. And it goes on to talk about like every single time that the Buddha would like make a decision and change that decision and do something else, you know, like like starving nearly to an inch of his life, you know, and then deciding that that is not how he finds truth. You know, um, that choice to change, that dedication to fundamental change is not failure. It's, it's flexibility. It's a fluidity that allows us to like continue to navigate the world um, that is ever changing. Yeah, that's beautiful, Theo. It's not me. <laughs> wonderful. Well, I guess <laughs> well, I don't really have anything else to add. I feel like I, I, I would uh, go off on a tangent about your spider if um, if we kept going too too much longer. So yeah, I don't. Rad's just hanging out. Cool. Rad's just chilling. Well, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> bless you child bless thank you. you thank you i uh i suppose this has been episode 11 of rio and theo talk recovery about failure and uh hopefully um the hope and optimism that exists within that experience because yeah. it is it is an experience it's not it's not separate from it's not separate from the sort of experience like overwhelming joy or happiness it's just one of the one of the things you get for being born hmm. you're or as i or as i've said before your suffering is ordinary get over it the thing you say to you <laughs> yeah your suffering is ordinary <laughs> your problems are mundane go eat some ice cream and fall asleep don't worry about it bro don't worry about it bro yeah that's how I used to talk to myself. Now I'm more just like, no, dude, it's okay. You're going to be fine, man. Like, like you throw in some good music. You think about your happy place. You wrap yourself in the fucking Afghan. Pretend you're cuddling with someone. Things are going to be okay. And then things are usually better. I love you. Love you too, Theo. And uh, yeah, I guess goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.